Well, I am here with the ladies from Fangirls Night Out. Very excited. Welcome all four of you for joining. This is so exciting. Yay. Yay. We're Thank excited. you for having us. Yes. Can I please uh, spend a good 60 seconds gushing over your whole podcast? Can I can I do that if that's okay? <laughs> can course. I fangirl the fangirl? <laughs> Of course. Of course you can do that. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's, that's a lot, right? Fangirl, the fangirls. Yes. Yeah. Yay. I, okay. I, now, I have been so excited to record this whole series of fan pages, and I love all the ladies equally. I just want to throw this out here, but I am the most excited to record with you ladies because I feel like I just want to like get a chance to know all of you better because I know some of you really well, or at least I think I know some of you really well, but I don't know all of you. So I'm like, I'm super excited to do this one. So I'm not trying to say that this is my favorite, but I think this is going to be my favorite out of all the series. And I'm not editing this out. So this might be controversial, but I do not care. <laughs> You put it here first. So. I'm flattered. Yeah. Okay. We won't. I, we won't tell anyone that you told us. Whoever decides to listen to this, I guess they'll know. But whatever, it's fine. It's fine. fine. I really okay. What I, I want to just gush because um, for any, I feel like I have so many emotions right now. I'm so excited, but oh. um, many. But I feel like right now your podcast is so like underrated and I, I need everyone to know about it because it's just the most creative thing I have seen in such a long time. Like you guys have like your little theme song with the video. I'm like obsessed with your theme song, by the way. <laughs> obsessed with it i love it it's like it's just so professionally like well done it's like a it feels like a real like tv show live blog and i love it so that's me gushing oh thank you, you. so like i i'm all like how is like more people need to watch this like seriously like no one's like i need people to listen to me and like watch it it's so good <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I love. Yes. I'm. I love that you said um, it feels so professional because that's kind of what we're trying to do with our whole collaboration. When we realized the four of us are all creative business owners, but also fangirls, and so you know we're trying to uh, have a place here on the internet for professional fangirls to you know do our thing. So I'm glad that it's coming mm -hmm. across that way. Good. And, but, and I want to, and so I can't wait to get into all of this stuff, but before I do that, even though I already like went ahead and gushed, uh, like the little fangirl, but I want to do a really fun icebreaker with you ladies. I love doing icebreakers. If you've listened to any of the podcasts, I, I love icebreakers. So, uh, so for this icebreaker, of course, it's going to be Backstreet Boy themed. Yay. Obviously. Has anybody ever watched, watch what happens live? Oh, I love yeah. it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you know how like where um, you'll see some like a set of bobbleheads and be like, okay, who this question applies to which person, right? Yeah. So you will all be the bobbleheads and I will ask a question and you tell me who it most applies to. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes. I've never seen this, but go, go ahead. <laughs> go for it. It'll be fun. It'll be all good stuff. Okay. <laughs> all right. Out of the four of you ladies, who is the one who knows the most gossip? Brit. Brit. Me. 
I will eat the popcorn, I will drink the wine, and then I'll spill the tea with the girls privately. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> I love that. I, like, want to be a fly on that, like, private group chat wall. Also. Oh, no, you don't. It's a, it's, you don't. <laughs> There's a lot going on at any given time. Yeah, so. it is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of lots of gifs, lots of uh, lots of tea being spilled, and then just random videos like you know Shania Twain singing with the Backstreet Boys just for a cleanse that we all do. Shania Twain is a good cleanse. I think that's the way to go. Oh yeah, it's, it's definitely um, in our top three. Yeah, <laughs> out of okay, out of the four of you gals, who will be the one that will embarrass themselves the most in front of the Backstreet Boys? Oh my, uh, probably me. <laughs> I was say Danielle, me. only because of your story about yeah. grabbing this yeah. accident. I would say Danielle. Yeah, but I like, own it. I don't care. <laughs> Wait, did you say you grabbed Nick's love handle? Did I hear that right? That's right. Yeah. I do. Oh, my God. Oh, you did? Did you I enjoy did. it? Was that a good experience for you? Yes, I did. It was, when did you grab the glove handle? I'm very um, This was. We need a timestamp. This was July 2019. Nice. It was, I grabbed Nick's love handle at um, Now or Never Tour. He jumped out oh. and I got Ooh. overwhelmed. I've grabbed his butt and love handle. I oh. regret it. Oh. Yeah, I was like, I mean. We had like our arms around each other for like our group picture or whatever, and it just kind of happened. Like it wasn't like naughty, but after the I was like horrified. Like, who do I think I am? Not the butt, but the love handles. You're like, oh no, why did I? What made me think of doing that? It was delightful. Yeah. Don't yeah. regret. It. Yeah, there no was regret. there was no thinking involved really, so I just kind of <laughs> let myself off the hook about it. There never is love handles are involved. I'll tell you that much because I didn't think about it. It just happened, and I'm like, yeah. well, here we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I do this? Um, okay, out of the four of you, who is the impulse uh, merchandise buyer? Oh, Danielle. Danielle. Oh, would you yeah. have a massive collection of merchandise? I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it massive, but it's it's out of the four of us. Yeah, out of the four of us, but yeah. definitely not compared to some that I've seen. You know. All right, out of the four of you, wait. Should I wait? Let me wait. I could wait. Yeah, we'll see if she has. Okay, I think she was having some audio issues. I can tell you about my onesie in the meantime if you want. Uh, please do. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I bought the onesie. <laughs> it arrived rather quickly by comparison to other official merch, mm -hmm. and it's extremely high quality. So um, I would endorse it. I would say if you're interested, definitely go for it. True to size, I do wish it had pockets. Uh, some of Ooh, pockets some of, would be good. Yeah, oh, pockets would be pocket. great. Some of the that's how you can tell a woman did not design it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know who's in charge over there, but they need it. That's assistant. that's another episode. <laughs> need to happen. I get. I need to put my cell phone in there for sure. <laughs> yeah, the pockets would have been great. Um. Some of the uh, patterning of the faces is a little wonky. I think maybe if the faces were a little smaller, would have worked out better, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. 
Got it. Uh, yes, yeah, it was good. It's a good investment piece, I think. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with the onesie. So I no. think that's a good solid choice. It looks comfy. Does it when... have feet, Danielle? Or does it like cut off at the ankles? No, it does not have feet. Um, it's oh, sort of just like a band around the ankle and the okay. wrist. Okay. But compared to the only other onesie I have, which is the pink dinosaur slash crocodile <laughs> uh, that I wore for Halloween. <laughs> It, that that one does have pockets. Does the did the pink crocodile happen before or after the mass singer? Uh, during. It during, got it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely wouldn't have come up with that on my own. Yeah, yeah. It would have been a big coincidence, though. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think we are still having. Oh wait, we're all back. I'm so sorry. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. We can. Yes. Oh, wow. I we were just chatting about onesies. Oh, I didn't yeah. know anything then. <laughs> no, you, you heard it all before. Yeah, they should have oh, pockets. And, and keeping me in the loop there. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. All right, gals. Out of the four of you, who's going to be the first to get really drunk? Me. Kelsey? Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, she has parties in her kitchen. That. <laughs> Okay. We'll take which we'll take the... more for me than probably the others, but <laughs> I'm more likely to get there. I think that leads to my final icebreaker. Which of the four of you is the most spontaneous, especially at Backstreet Boys events? Ooh. Um, we've never all been to a Backstreet Boy event together. That's a good question. So we don't. This is like yeah. This is like undiscovered territory Ooh. here. Ooh. I like. I oh, like. Her. I mean, we're waiting for 2020 to clear so we can get on a plane and go meet up. Yeah, something somewhere. But listen, my level of impulsivity is going to be heightened. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be very. I'm very much not impulsive, um, unless it's like a, a meet and greet by. But um, I'm very much not impulsive, but I feel like after this year, I'm like, forget it. Yeah. It, it might be might be one-time opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Got a FOMO. Exactly. Yo, was it YOLO, is that right? Like, you just like, yeah, just go crazy. Just like, yeah, yeah YOLO. Go, like on a, you know, like 20 city tour, just cross country, go wild, you know, all those other things. Right. Yeah. I mean, our first, our first place that we all want to meet together is in Vegas, so i mean that would be so fun yeah well well thank you for doing my little icebreaker um for those of you uh for those of you listeners out there um if you gals could be so kind to introduce yourselves to the listeners out there that'd be great yeah of course um okay i'll go first since i'm already talking i'm kelsey (laughs) (laughs) i live in virginia and i co-run a business with Brit. Um, we run a business called Launcher Daydream where we do brand and website design for photography. And yeah. Oh, and I'm, we did, I love doing, um, talking about the types of fangirls we are actually. Um, this was our very first episode of Fangirls Night Out. We went through all the different like fangirl archetypes. And so we've kind of already touched on the fact that Brit is, uh, is our gossip queen. And then Danielle is our merch addict. And I was the diehard crier. Um, I cry at everything. So, you know what? I have learned over the years to embrace that. And now it's something that I'm proud of. I love and embrace my emotions. So that's me in a nutshell. Brianne, which one were you? Uh, I think I was the world traveler. 
Mom, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe that means I'm the spontaneous one. I don't know. But Ooh, I, yeah. I did go see my husband and I booked a trip to Buenos Aires earlier this year. Actually, it was in March 2020, right before quarantine. And really, the concert was the reason we started planning it. I kind of got him on board. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not a stranger to getting on a flight to see the Backstreet Boys. So you are definitely the spontaneous <laughs> one then. I'll wave you. <laughs> I love that. All right. So I guess we'll just lead into Brienne then while we were talking about you. Yeah. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Absolutely. So I'm Brienne. I live in South Florida. I do wish I lived in Orlando still in boy band land, as I like to call it. But I did go to the University of Central Florida in Orlando. And it's actually a special part of my story because during my Backstreet Boys meet and greet, I held up a, a UCF flag for my university because I figured you know, the Backstreet Boys got their start there. So they might root for the hometown team here. So that was a nice little icebreaker. And I actually teach, I'm still very involved in uh, education. I teach marketing and branding at the University of Florida. And my favorite Backstreet Boy, I've been a lifelong Brian girl, but AJ has just been giving me life lately with Dancing with the Stars and he's getting <laughs> back in shape and I had to buy all the nail polish. He's just really been showing up. So yeah, my rank shifts uh, daily. 2020 is the year for AJ. It's not a lot of good years for a lot of people, but for AJ, 2020 is uh, doing him well. So, you know, he's, he's been through a lot and to see that he just celebrated one year sober. I mean, I just have a big heart for him, especially right now. Yes. All right. We got two left. Uh, Britt, how about you? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Britt. I, uh, my fangirl uh, archetype was the, uh, the gossip queen. And uh, yeah, I co-own Launch Your Daydream with Kelsey and I'm kind of the website design side of things. My favorite Backstreet Boy up until recently was Brian. And now I have finally embraced my love of Kevin after all Ooh. these years. <laughs> love, love him. Uh, there's nothing better than sharing uh, the gif that I have of Kevin folding laundry. So if uh, ultimate cleanse. It's, it's just so ultimate cleanse. So um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I have met the Backstreet Boys once, met Nick and Howie twice because Kelsey and I somehow, for some reason, ended up at the Chicago after party and met them at like 2.30 in the morning. Um, we do have before and after pictures of us in our uh, hotel because our hotel randomly had a camera outside the elevators where you could take pictures so we oh. uh we took a before the show and then after the show and us like crawling back to the elevators at like 3 15 in the morning it's quite a sight to see so um yeah i think i'm trying to think if there's anything oh and i'm in cleveland i'm, I'm just outside of cleveland ohio all right last but not least danielle yeah, so I'm Danielle, and I, in my regular non-fangirl life, am the chief bossy pants at the Meriwether Council, where we teach artists and makers how to turn their crafty tendencies into profits. Uh, my favorite boy is, or my favorite Backstreet Boy, rather, <laughs> is Nick. But of course, I do love age. I love them all, but it's definitely Nick. And then Howie is like a solid number two for me. I currently live in Omaha, Nebraska. But I grew up and I've lived my whole life on the East Coast. So it's a little random. Nice. And what else do we want to know here? Thanks. As you know, I'm Sorry. I'm the merch, the merch addict 
or the merch buyer. Tell everyone. Fangirl archetype. Tell everyone how much you spent on stickers today. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, telling, I was telling the girls earlier that I went on like a red bubble sticker buying, you know, escapade and spent like $70 on stickers. But they're all, it wasn't today. It was like last week, but they're all showing up like one at a time which I was not <laughs> expecting. I literally thought that the idea of Redbubble was because they print them. They just come all together, but guess not. So we're on the, <laughs> the slow track. You get like 12 days of stickers right. in the mail. It's going to be more than 12 at this rate. Wow. So yeah, I really, I really love stickers as well. Now I'll know for future gifts what to get you. Stickers. Mm. Yes. So all of you are from like all over the U.S. How did the four of you like come together and meet? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you know, I actually, oh, no. well, that sounded like that was really heavy. You're like, Ooh, I, serendipity. I actually am not even sure I know this whole story. So, so <laughs> Wait, I think, I think I can do the degrees yeah, of separation. Okay, of go for it. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see if I can map it out. So bear with me. Here we go. Uh, so Kelsey and I have known each other for, what, five years now, Kels? Um, So Kelsey and I actually started a business together before we ever met in person. So that's the level of crazy we're dealing with right now. Um, and then I flew out to meet Kelsey in person when she lived out in San Diego. Um, we then drove the next day up to meet the Backstreet Boys in Vegas, because again, level of crazy that you're dealing with right now. And then Kelsey and I have owned a business for a couple years um, together. And throughout that, like obviously we've met in person since then, but throughout that, we actually made connections with, I think I connected with Danielle, just like, I think it was just on Instagram. Maybe we were just like swapping like, oh, did you get Backstreet Boys VIP stuff? Like... <laughs> I think just over direct messages. Oh and God. then Brienne, we got connected to uh, to Brienne. We actually were like fangirling over her website like the week before somebody that is a mutual friend of ours that also teaches at UCF, um, somebody that's done some marketing for our business connected us with her directly. So then we did a video call with her and she's like, oh, you guys, you guys should meet my friend Danielle. And I was like, wait a minute. I think I know Danielle already. <laughs> so it's just like this like circle of like all these different connections that just kind of brought us all together. And then I think, you know, even though 2020 has been very unfortunate for, for, you know, everybody in so many ways, I think this year has kind of forced the four of us to connect and like prioritize just like connecting with different people and different fans. And the fact that we have that, I don't know, those similarities of each of us own a business and own, you know, our own brands. It was just something that not only could we relate from like a Backstreet Boys fandom perspective, like being super fans and, you know, just all the likability factors there, but then kind of taking it next level that we all um, own businesses and our entrepreneurs together. Like it just kind of, it really kind of balances out even like our conversations day to day of like really, really fun, you know, Backstreet Boys kind of fangirl kind of stuff. And then, you know, then also like, Hey, I'm having this problem in our business or I need some advice or I need mm -hmm. this, that, or the other thing. And having like three other people to bounce those ideas off of is just so cool. So, um, so yeah, did I, did I say all that right? That I didn't. Pretty good. <laughs> 
I would okay, also right. add that I met, this is Brienne, I met Danielle in a Backstreet Boys Facebook group. So that's how she and I met. And then when I met you guys, I was like, yeah. we need to bring her in. So yeah. the Backstreet Boys are like a fabric of the entire Oh, definitely. <laughs> they are our foundation. Right. Yes. Yeah. Aww. Do you feel like the four of you have, um, since you're all like creative realm, do you feel like incredibly inspired by one another? Do, does each person inspire the other one when it comes like your creativity and like what you're yeah, doing? Yeah, definitely. I would say especially from just like the business perspective, um, you know, if any of us are ever feeling a lack of inspiration, we can definitely find it again in our Facebook group chat. And I mean, even like Brienne is educated on like personal brands and she is, was encouraging Brit and I this year to work on our own personal brands outside of Launcher Daydream, um, which has really inspired both of us a lot in different ways, helping us branch out a lot more. So yeah, I would say 100%, we definitely inspire each other in more ways than one. Um, and it's, I, I think it all boils down to having those commonalities like Britt was talking about. It's this perfect overlap of fangirl life and business life that makes mm -hmm. for a, a really great mm -hmm. combination. Well, the four of you ladies are obviously the co-host uh, to the um, awesomely brand new Fangirls Night Out, which is a you know YouTube live interactive fangirl experience, if I may say so. Tell us a little bit about like what the show is about and how you came about this idea. I could take that, I guess. So we all knew just as creatives that we had these passions and these skills and this all these commonalities that we've been talking about that we wanted to brand and put out into the world together in some way. We just thought it was so fortuitous that the four of us came together. We've got to do something. So we kind of went back and forth trying to decide what to do. And we decided that we wanted something live just so we could have that interaction with other people. Because like we've explained here, the four of us interact all day long with each other. Like we feel like we get enough of that. And like we would really light up even more if we had the chance to involve other people, have people interact in real time. So that was really the turning point in why we decided about uh, why we decided to do a live stream versus a podcast was that interactive element. So it's nice to hear that that's how you describe it, because that's exactly what we're going for. And now we're trying to give it this more professional bent to it that I think is working out and is speaking to all of our interests. And it's just coming much more naturally than I, than I I think we all anticipated, but we're just building every every week and we've got lots of new ideas to put out there, but it really just made sense for all of us to collaborate together. How how do you come up with the ideas for the episode? Like who is who's um is it usually like one person that has the ideas or like how do you come up with the themes that you're gonna do for your episodes? I would say it's definitely a group effort there. Um we are always coming up with new ideas. But when we first kind of started brainstorming this, we just created a Google spreadsheet and put a bunch of ideas down there and then kind of collaborated on elaborating on those ideas. And um, and we refer back to it every once in a while. And then now that we've um, kind of started to make the shift into wanting to layer our professional kind of perspective on it, it's helped open us up to even more topics. Um, when we first started this, it was very Backstreet Boys focused and very just like 
fangirl focus, just kind of talking about things. It was fun, but we realized that we wanted to add that layer. So now that's opened up so much more opportunity and we're kind of just coming up with ideas based off of things we naturally talk about like where um our next episode is going to be merch focused and that's because the four of us are always discussing merch anytime something new comes out whether it's in the backstreet boys merch shop or taylor swift's merch merch shop or anybody else we're, we we want to discuss it and analyze it and talk about what's good about it and what they could have done better and so um i think yeah a lot of our topics just come from things that we naturally enjoy talking about and diving into more detail on and then it's really fun to present our ideas but then get that live feedback and interaction from other fangirls and fanboys as well. Yeah, you, I, I know you guys had, a, you gals, uh, had a episode just, uh, was it the day before yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, about like some small business shops and um, which thank you for including yeah. our merch shop, by the way. <laughs> um, but I know you had uh, just did an episode, like a little mini-sode of uh, merch, uh, like small business shops. And I don't know if all of you are, but I know some of you are uh, small business mm -hmm. owners yourselves. And I was very lucky to purchase a, and this, by the time this airs, my niece will get this gift. So I'm not ruining anything for her, but um, I bought my niece the uh, one direction oh. mug from a yeah. uh, Brit store. So, and I love it. And it's beautiful <laughs> by you. the way. So Aww. she will be so thrilled. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about some of the stores that you currently have yourself. Um, yeah. So Britt and I have a little Etsy shop on the side um, where we make mugs and now stemless wine glasses too. And they're just kind of meant to um, be really fangirl focused. And we, we focus on who we are fangirls of. So it started again with a lot of Backstreet Boys stuff, but then we decided let's open it up a little bit to other fandoms that we're in. So we made some one Direction and Harry Styles products. We have an O-Town inspired uh, glass in there and then some that are just a little bit more uh, general, like fueled by caffeine and boy bands mug, that sort of thing. But yeah, we just kind of do that for fun on the side um, in addition to our full-time business. But that's just been kind of fun for us to connect with other fangirls in a different way. It's cool too, because they're, they're handmade. We can customize things and take requests and we're always kind of like, listening to the conversations that are that are being had in the fandoms and coming up with new ideas of fun merch we could make so yeah that's that's been fun you're all backstreet boys fans and i know you touched on um some other fan groups what other um big fans uh or fangirls are you of other groups i'll i'll take that first i guess i am a big britney fan um so you know i'm excited about matches obviously oh, yes. so um and it's it's funny because my first concert it was actually an in-sync concert just because they were in town first and it was in 1998. They were at the Broward County Fair. It was this very small show. And Britney was the opening act. And I remember turning to my cousin and saying, who's Britney Spears at the time? Uh, and from then I was hooked, went out and bought her album like that the next day. And I've just been loving her ever since. So Britney and Backstreet, they both have my heart. 
Oh, I have a bone to pick about. Okay, here's my bone to pick about matches. Not the song, but some of the feedback. So some people are like, oh, this song's okay. And I'm like, it's exactly what yeah. I thought it would be. Like, yeah. I feel like matches match. My, yeah, that's right. I did that. Uh, match. <laughs> You're not right. the only marketing people in this call. Let me tell you. Uh, matched my level of expectations. And I, I thought it was exactly like what I thought it was going to be. It sounded exactly like the Britney sound. It had the AJ and Nick in there, which I thought was such a good collaboration. I mean, I know it's the Backstreet Boys, but it was, you know, mostly AJ, Nick. So I, when people are like, uh, it was okay. I'm like, right. what did you think it was going to be? It's exactly how I thought it was right. going to sound. So, I mean, I am thoroughly pleased. I have no idea what anybody else expected, but I, I right. love yeah, it. I so, yes. And I saw AJ today was talking about possibly yeah. doing a video which would be <gasps> incredible so we'll see oh, wow. i hope so wow it would be so great i i have had several uh thoughts that i don't even know you know they're all daydreams in my head but some of them i was like nick and aj can do an album together <laughs> aj and Brittany can do an album so like, the whole sound, yes. like so many possibilities, but I just love how AJ and Britney's uh, sound together. Just very, they very much complement yeah. each other. And I'm like, God, please do an album together. Oh, make all my days in LA, you know? Yeah. Um, any other fan girls of fandoms? Um, I, I really like Taylor Swift. Um, I don't, I don't think I'm like on the same level as most of them. <laughs> But I definitely do enjoy following along. I think she is just so impressive as an artist. Like, I don't, I almost don't even care if some of the music is like not my taste. I'm just like, this is beyond ridiculous brilliance, genius on every level. It's just like so impressive. Okay. So, am I missing anybody else of any other fan groups, fan girls of any groups? Yes. I Brit, Brit and I are townies. Brit's like a, uh, long time townie um and she got me into them just um little over a year ago i went like hardcore like because i didn't know they had come back in 2014 and were doing more music and she introduced me to their latest album and then i just like became obsessed and now i know all the old songs too and i just i went back in the discography and was like i missed so much <laughs> so mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun journey <laughs> they were actually my uh top artist of the year in spotify wrapped because of that because of that moment when i was like oh my god i suddenly love o-town i just went back and was listening to them non-stop and it reflected in my 2020 recap <laughs> Obviously, you've done some episodes um, and you've gone into uh, tell me a bit about some of the episodes that you've currently done and what what has really been like. I know they all seem really fun to do, but so far, what have you Ooh, what was your most favorite question. episode that's, doing? That's a, yeah, I would say I think all of us loved the first episode just because it was like it was the first one. It was all about fangirls <laughs> and just kind of. Um, probably one of our more interactive ones, I would mm -hmm. say, um, just because everybody was able to see as we went through like the fangirl um, archetypes that we, you know, came up with, like mm -hmm. which one they felt most, you know, uh, most like. So I think that one will probably just go down, um, you know, as probably a favorite of all of ours. Um, but I would say probably a, a more recent one that we did, I really liked, we, uh, we went into some detail about the Las Vegas residency uh, and just kind of some behind the scenes details about, um, 
you know, about the backstreet residency there. And, you know, we went into some ideas about like, hey, if they came back um, for the residency, because that's, you know, rumors are everywhere about that. Not that I know anything about that because I'm not a gossip <laughs> queen, but, um, <laughs> but, you know, if they, if or when they come back for that, like, what could that look like? Like, what are some things that they could do from a strategy perspective when marketing it? And who could they partner with? And like all of these things that um, was just really, I don't know, just really fun to to kind of dream up some of those things because we know that uh, that's a potential in the future. So it's it's kind of exciting to think about some of those things and put those out there um, to the universe. But yeah, I, I would say that. I mean, my other than the the first episode, that's probably been my favorite so far. Um, although the last one was really fun too. So I don't know if you guys want to talk about the last one or if there's any other favorites you guys have. The Halloween one has a special place in my heart. I don't. I don't even remember what we talked about. Honestly, it might have been music videos, but seeing you guys dressed up and the fact that we didn't know what each of us were dressing up like, there was like this element of surprise. I think people loved the costumes. It was just a blast. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. I don't, but but same. Yeah, was I good. was thinking about that too, and I was like, what even was the topic? I was. Just, I, don't know. I was so focused on our costumes. I don't even know what we talked about. <laughs> That one was fun. Nice. Uh, so this, I have a bit of a controversial question, um, but since you are all in the like marketing realm, what is what is something the Backstreet Boys did that you wish you could have wish which I can't even say words. I'll say it three times fast. Um, what is a Backstreet Boys project that you've seen and you wish you could have been in charge of because you know oh, you wow. could have done it better? Can, can we say the, the all list. of their merch? Yeah. <laughs> Merch and social media, yes, oh perhaps. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, social media definitely tops the list, but that's like an ongoing forever right. project. But I think the list of most of things we like think they did just fine on their own is shorter. Yeah, as I say, like if you could make their social media page, what would you do with it? Oh my god! You get free free reign. What would we wouldn't you do? see Danielle for a long time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's funny because I don't even I don't even necessarily consider myself like any good or like particularly inspired about social media. But like every day, I'm like, really, come on. I think, well, and I think in a and I think you just have the the right personality and know how to connect with people. Like you don't you know you don't necessarily have to be um, like a right. pro at social media to to know how to connect with people through social media. And I think that's one of the problems we've been seeing, at least this year during the pandemic, when people need to connect more than ever, we've just been seeing a lot of posts with like emojis as the caption, rather than like trying to engage or like missing, we've seen a lot of missed opportunities. I'll say that where it's like, oh, they, we yeah. haven't seen Howie. Yeah, poor Howie. <laughs> oh my gosh. April? I'm April not okay April. about it. Yeah. I'm really not okay about it. I went back. So I started noticing and then I saw someone, someone commented like, why doesn't Howie ever get any attention on this account? And I was like, that's so interesting. And I went back and looked and they featured Howie once in like March or April, like a solo picture of just Howie. And then not again till August for his birthday. And then literally not again since then. Isn't that crazy? Give us the passwords. No. Howie, are you kidding me? We're like so blessed to have him, and you're like completely missing the mark here. He's so underutilized. That's what you should do. They should have five social media managers, and each one is in charge of one Backstreet Boy, and you have to bring content yeah. to the table. Love that. Each one. 
I actually think that's a really solid strategy. I and agree. whoever is currently in charge is obviously like a right. <laughs> yeah. we also understand, but that well, is true. Right. It, like I think I counted and I Nick had like eight or nine solo <laughs> posts. It's Nick running it. He had the one that was for his birthday. Like oh, thank God. Good job. You can tell that they're like, oh yeah, right. It's Howie's birthday. Let's do something. I'm gonna watch the black and blue video. <laughs> I'm like, it's like crickets over there and like how he's staying. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I feel like there needs to be like some equal representation right. over here. Yeah. Like yeah. something was... like even AJ who like ditched social media for two years. Someone's <laughs> doing something over there better than like yeah. Howie's person. Yeah. So I, I mean, agree. I justice for Howie though. But justice for Howie. For Howie. Wait, I'm going to watch. We're starting this hashtag. <laughs> justice Howie. for Howie. Although, like, it will be completely misconstrued, and then people think there's like spousal abuse happening. We're like, yeah, no, we just want him to be on the Instagram page. We just want him on Instagram. <laughs> and he photographs very well. He does, yeah. Yeah. In the effort, that black and blue video where he wore black and blue, still Aww, just. Sweet oh my God. Job, I, I can't. <laughs> I always feel like someone is sneaking. So there's a, another like lurker in the shadows. And then you see like things come up, like people complain, Nick hasn't been on Twitch. Yeah. And then all of a sudden Nick's yep. like, I'm going to be on Twitch. <laughs> like, you heard us. <laughs> you oh must heard us. Never know. Um, is there, when it comes to um, what you create for your like episodes and your topics, is there anything that you've all decided is going to be off limits? Like you're like, we're never going to talk about this or like, this is one area we're just going to leave it alone. Like, um, is there anything like um, that? I don't know if we've like actually like nailed them down, but I think we all sort of just gravitate towards the same things. Yeah. yeah. And wouldn't. I think that's been the premise of the show also is that we've always wanted it to be like a night out, just drama free, just let's all kick back, talk about some things that we love and not make it controversial or try to, I mean, we love tea every now and then, but we, we try to keep it fun yes. and lighthearted. <laughs> You, right. you will sit the exactly. tea, you won't Not serve the right. tea. That's what I'm for, I guess. Uh, this is something that, as a pod, like as a podcaster, and like having an audience and having people that like follow, and I'm sure like you, you gals relate to this as well. Is that um, trying to find that balance of like where do I speak my unfiltered opinion, and then how to without alienating people? And I'm sure you know because all of you girls are doing this and it's brand new. It's like where do you find that balance of like, should I say this or will I alienate, you know, potential listeners or followers or like, how, how do you find that balance or does it just come very easily to you? I, I think we just generally, <laughs> we get to the point where we feel like the subjects that we're talking about can be so well received. Like, I feel like it's just in the, the subject matter that we choose to cover. I think there have been moments where we've wanted to be more vocal, maybe about our opinions when it comes to their marketing and things. Um, but, you know, we don't want to offend anyone in that regard either, because I'm sure it's a lot harder than it looks. We just, we have our own opinions and we just try to keep it as positive as possible to the point where it never gets to that opportunity to really alienate anyone. I think that's never our intention of the show. We, we're actually trying to create a show that's more unifying right. than anything. Yeah, we were, we, that was a big motivator for yeah. starting it was, you know, aside 
from just the natural uh, similarities between all of us and, and realizing this is something we wanted to do. It was a big motivator because it was in the middle of, you know, this year with the pandemic and there was a lot of drama within the fandom and we were seeing so much of that negativity and that was really discouraging to us. And so rather than like letting us, letting it bog us down and wanting to get out of the fandom, we instead decided to create a place that could maybe be the opposite of that and maybe be a safe space for people. Um, so, so just to build on what Brianne said there, and then also to, to kind of answer your question a little more about um, whether or not it comes naturally. I think a big part of it is having a additional more private safe space. So like the four of us are obviously a lot more vocal with each other on our real raw opinions um, when we're just talking between the four of us. But then we put on our professional fangirl hats when we do fangirls night out and we make sure that we are um, setting the stage for something that is really welcoming and it's not going to alienate anyone or make anyone feel uncomfortable. So I think that that's a bit of advice I would give to anyone who's struggling with that is like, hey, maybe make sure you have your safe space. The friends who kind of see the same as you that you can vent uh to about that kind of stuff when you need to and then it can maybe help you like take a step back from the the public conversations because that kind of stuff like that Britt was talking about where unfortunately you probably won't change many minds in these facebook groups and stuff like that can just be exhausting and bad for your mental health so i think being able to separate those things and how you approach each of them can really really help when it comes to managing the different kinds of conversations that are being had ultimately nice. wanted to do was talk about the things that we like and share it with other people who like them so ultimately it was like this is more about the things that we are all into and we all do agree like we all love these little backstreet boy moments or whatever we don't it doesn't have we we don't have enough time in our lives to cover everything we're just covering you know these you know, things that we do all love. Um, I don't even remember what the original question was anymore. I just want to know. <laughs> um, the question was, who is your favorite superhero? But that's okay. You know, no, <laughs> is there, uh, is there any type of fangirl collaboration and there is a uh, sort of a collaboration that I want to touch on and I think you'll know what I'm talking about but um, is there a fangirl collaboration of some sort that you are looking to do in the future that if you wish you could you would like um, is are you content with just the four of you and like building your brand and then seeing where it goes or Ooh, what are your thoughts on that um i would say i mean the four of us have kind of agreed that it would it would be the four of us for right now as far as like as far as like people who are live streamed on the um on the live stream. So, uh, so I think, you know, the four of us said, because we were getting a lot of people who were like, Oh, if you need a guest, if you need a guest, if you need somebody, you know, to be on, if you, you know, are you going to have all the people on? And we're like, Whoa, hang on. Like that's, <laughs> that sounds like an audio video nightmare. Um, I've seen, I've seen my second grader on his second grade <laughs> video class. There's no way I can manage that. His teacher's the same. Um, but, but yeah, I think, you know, and, and, 
guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think we've all just kind of said, Hey, it's going to be the four of us. I think the last, the last episode we had, um, we had Karen from, uh, who would just made a cameo on, uh, on the, I say cameo. She freaking won all this stuff. Uh, Karen from, uh, yes. Price is Right, who shouted out the Backstreet Boys. And that was our first time actually bringing somebody on who is not the, the four of us, which was like, it, yeah, it Kudos that to was that, by the way. That was like, you're like, and here's the Yeah, end. I mean, that was, that was fun. <laughs> it was fun to have somebody else there, like, even for, like, a short part of the episode. Um, So that was fun. But I don't know, you guys. Is there, am I missing something? I'm shooting for like, Howie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Obviously, boy who would like to Obviously any of the Backstreet Boys are welcome on our show anytime. But that's more of like a fantasy. I don't actually know if those oh. exist. But definitely Howie. Nick Lachey is also welcome. Okay. I think I got okay. my second to final question. I think I got two Ooh. questions left and you have inspired my next question. All right. In the TV show life of Fangirls Night Out, who oh, plays wow. each of your characters? Mm. Oh, my God. I don't even know enough people to answer this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's hard. Imagine who plays. Are yeah, we basing this off you of have like a TV looks, show? But any or... actor, really, just you know. <sighs> wow, I who's like whatever whatever I feel is best. Personality looks. I've go said for it. I actually it's answered this question recently who's in it? on you know, who something plays you? on Twitter, but I think that I've always said um, May Whitman could play me because I like sort of like not necessarily looks. I feel like she could maybe you know give her some green hair dye and you know give her fake nose. Yeah, but um, but yeah, she um she was she's in that show um, Good Girls and she was in that movie Duff. Um, you'll you'll recognize her if you google her but i just feel like i feel like personality wise and sort of looks wise she could she could pull off a good kelsey i'd be proud to have her represent me <laughs> i think we all see i don't okay. even know who that is that's yeah, why i said if you google you'll you'll be like oh her probably maybe I will say, I think we all identified with Chriselle Stouse this season on Dancing with the Stars when she had her fangirl moment over New Kids on the Block. Oh, yeah, that was cute. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, I don't know if she's still doing <laughs> yes. some acting, yeah. but we all really resonated with her during that yeah. episode. <laughs> oh, she's on Selling and Sunset. She's doing so, some acting yeah, for sure. So oh, I don't know. I feel like... I'm like I'm obsessed with Sharna. I'm obsessed with her. Oh yeah, she's like I'm obsessed with her. Now I don't. When I had red hair, oh, her and I had yeah. the same color red hair at the same time. But uh, I went to pink and she went to blonde. So, um, and her accent is much better than my Cleveland one. So um, I don't know. That's a tough question. Somebody's really like hard. somebody who no laughs idea. really loud. I guess I don't know. <laughs> But if you have Sharna on, so if Sharna's doing the TV version of this the show, I feel like then it has Absolutely. to be a musical number. So she that. just gets a I reason just, like, to dance. When like, we it saw could her be a uh, on Dancing with the Stars with Nick, when she like fangirled over Nick, I'm like, that's exactly how I would react. Like, <laughs> I would completely oh like fangirl and be like, oh my God, you were yeah. on my walls when I was a child. And that's exactly what she did. So and still on your walls. <laughs> and still on my walls. It's fine. I'm 33 and, and he's still on my walls. It's fine. Um, 
<laughs> not the 33 part, but that is still I on my wall. <laughs> I will nominate Aubrey Plaza. Ooh, that's, ooh, I can see that. That's great. Oh, and she yeah. should be honored. <laughs> I am a character. <laughs> I agree. But she's so like deadpan. Well, I mean, in Parks and Rec, she's like deadpan, and I just feel like that's that's the energy I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I could totally see that. That's that's the best I have. Good. Yeah, good question. This is a good uh, TV pairing. I will put out some calls and feelers, see what we can do. <laughs> Well, as we wrap up this interview, which, by the way, ladies, I am so honored and thrilled that you have all made the time to do this interview uh, and do this little mini fangirl series. I mean, I cannot, like, do a fangirl series and not have the gals of Fangirls Night Out. I feel like that would just be – I'd be missing something. It would be a missing link. So, yes. Uh, Is there anything that I haven't talked about or anything that you want to share about – um, your podcast uh, that you want people to know, like, uh, I don't want to leave anything out. I don't think so. I would just say we would, you know, if for anyone who's interested and hasn't checked it out, we we're always welcoming new fangirls in the chat. Um, we love interacting uh, on the live show. That's the best part of it. So um, if anybody wants to, to tune in for the first time or for the second or third time, we would love to have you there. And um, the best way to kind of keep up with things I'd say is just by subscribing on YouTube and following us on Twitter. Nice. Oh, do you have any uh, fans that you want to shout out that like follow your podcast on the regular that are always like there? We We actually, we're really lucky. I feel we, we do have like quite a handful of names that we see pop up every time. Right. Like, yeah. And Brit, Brit even has her own, mini fangirl like there's someone's daughter oh is a fan she, of Brit. Oh, <laughs> oh my god so cute she, she is so cute um Aww. it's uh megan her um her 10 year old daughter emily she even sent me a little video the other day saying telling me merry christmas and she can't wait for the next episode of fangirls night out i'm like oh my god my heart's gonna explode <laughs> out of my chest <laughs> But yeah, she's she's so sweet. She's like, my ten year old daughter loves you, and I'm like, why? Um, but no, she's she's so sweet, and uh, they, she's just been so complimentary of you know. She said it's it's fun for her daughter to, um, you know, to just see other you know other fans like her that are you know kind of out there in the world. So I just I just thought that was the sweetest. Mm-hmm. And I think we've been so pleasantly surprised now that we've made this shift to make things more professional. We kind of geek out on some marketing stuff, which isn't really what people signed up for initially, but it does seem like our audience is sticking around and kind of they're they're more open to this type yes. of discussion, which really surprised us. So we are really appreciative mm-hmm. and I think we'd we'd even love to hear more from our audience of like maybe there's some something they're curious about in the world of marketing or social media that they want us to touch on or they want to learn more about. So I think we'd be open to hearing from them. But we're just we feel really grateful that they've accepted this this change. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's it's like I really I I honestly truly am so impressed with how you guys have marketed and put this together. It really is so professional. I mean, the four screens and then how you have like the the old like computer icons, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like, I really love that. Like, there's some like I I'm not a 
I'll be honest, I'm not a marketing professional by any means, but I see like all the branding in there and just every, it's just so well done and like well thought out. I truly thought, and I think I said this early on and I really mean it. Like I feel like this is a show that I can see on E. You know what I mean? Like that type of like, okay, last (laughs) question. Now that I'm sorry, now is the actual last question. I do apologize. Last, last one. Ooh. How much planning I think, goes I into think we each do episode? Quite a yeah. bit of planning um, yeah. for as long as the episodes are, but we we don't um, like we we take our time with it. It's not like we just like we're we're always sort of like building up to a topic. I feel like because mm-hmm. it's like we like we said earlier, like based on like what we're naturally talking about anyway. A lot mm-hmm. of times. I do think though that we we prep a lot. Like we like outline. There's always a Google Doc. Figure out like who's there's who's always, always a Google, Google Doc. Yes. Which I appreciate. Like if it was if if this was just me, <laughs> it would just be like off the cuff, like no planning whatsoever. It would be so messy. <laughs> but you guys are so like want to have things organized, which is awesome because you know it really keeps us focused. I think. Yeah. And so we're you know, we have a system in place that makes it easy to plan to the extent that we want to, that also still leaves room for like yes. magic and impromptu and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. So, yeah, but we definitely do consider like all of the elements nice. because that's what we do. Yeah. We like, I think we all enjoy doing that. Cause that's like what we like geek out about. So it doesn't feel like, Oh, it's right. such a hassle to do yeah. this. It feels like that's yeah. just the right way to Never do it. Never like work yeah. for us. Yeah. Right. It's fun. It's fun. Cause I think some of the, some of the episodes that we've loved the most have been ones that have just come very naturally to us. Like Danielle just schooled us in our last episode about like the zone of genius and like, you know, the zone of excellence. And we were like, well, like we've heard of it, but like, what are you talking about? And so she like, she knew about it and like educated us about it. We were like, Oh my gosh, like this is so cool. So it's just like, like, educating each other about it and just like sometimes it just kind of comes up in our chat of like have you ever thought of this and then all of a sudden it has a google doc and (laughs) slides and all these things so um yeah i think it's it's fun when the topics (laughs) come very naturally like that or like the merch episode is because all we do is complain about merch so So, because of it, we're like, okay, let's take a positive spin on this and and just like start talking about like branding and marketing and and why merch is important and like all of these things. So that's the episode that's coming up and just kind of showcasing uh, some fun ideas around that. So it's yeah, it's very natural for us. So it makes it fun for us to talk about. I think a lot of it is like they like it's not like us bashing them. I feel like that's like kind of sometimes we have to like be careful that we're not like bashing people who are in charge of these things. And like like we said earlier, it's probably pretty complicated of a job to manage all of that social media with that big of an audience and like that much, you know, influence or whatever. But it's more just like us being like we love them so much <laughs> that we want them to like shine at every possible yeah. moment especially considering like the longevity yeah. of this career and like well, how and incredible I'm... that is on its own is like come on like yeah please do these people some justice like mm-hmm. 
Justice for Howie, yeah. justice for the Backstreet Boys. Like, but I think it's so true. I don't know. Like, I don't know who's in charge over there, but we, because we are the fans, like, I'm sure that whoever's doing it is also a fan to some extent, right? But like, we are the fans, so we're like represent the interests of like that community. We see it as like a yeah, connection, it, not just as like a way to make money, yeah. right? For them, right? Like, we see it as like an opportunity for them to connect deeper with the fandom, and they're just like slap a picture on it and put it on the website. Yeah. No, but you know what? I will say I bought more merchandise. I, I don't even like, I'm not even trying to toot my own horn, but I bought right, more right. merchandise for my own store and other fangirls stores to preface. Then I have sure. the Backstreet Boys one because one, it's cheaper, but that's not even the point. But one, it's cheaper, but also like, I feel like there's more quality because into how it's been put together exactly. because the fans yeah. know exactly what they want. So then they make what they want. And then other fangirls see that like, yes, that's exactly what I want. So I think the fangirl um, merch stores are very underrated and need to be promoted right. more because it's like really great listen, quality stuff that you don't spend $70 on use. stickers and, and I, without <laughs> that, okay? so like where do you think those stickers came from they were all like Taylor Swift Backstreet Boys more girl, like all like fandom based stickers and I'm like these people are like crazy creative these ideas are so cool these designs are so unique like put these people on your merch teams like what is going yes. on like, I, there has to be there has to be a reason because there's yes. no way that they don't know that that much talent is out there like, I know we love to toot our own horn, but, like, there's so much talent out there. And there, there has to be a reason why they're not reaching out and into that. There space. is. It just does not make logical sense. Yeah. Financial sense. I think I think what we need to do, gals, is we need to find, like, uh, we need to find a way <laughs> to become. Yeah, I'm including myself in this. I've invited myself to this. But we need to be like a task force for the Backstreet Boys and being like, listen, like, talk to your merch people. We're right. going to talk to your social mm -hmm. media be like, because we know the pulse of the yeah. fandom and being right. like, listen, don't don't put that piece out. No one's going to want to that. I'm just going to tell you they, that right they now. They at least at we a bare minimum, they need a focus group. They need something just, before, it goes, before it goes to printing. They need something to be like, hey, yeah, you think this yeah. is good? And if so, why? And if, if not, why not? And you know, yeah. Take it back to your team and, and do what you got to do. But I think there's always going to be the fans that just buy whatever because it's whatever they're putting out there. And that's all well and good. But but why not get, you know, like some of the, you know, yeah. some options for people who don't want to spend $90 on something or, you know, or something where, you know, they can they have options. Like, I think options are always a good thing, too. But I mean, I've even... I've even seen like I understand there's Options some like nice, blurriness yes. for like licensing and like what is copyright and whatever for like your your average person. But I've seen like stuff that's obviously like officially licensed to like Hot Topic or like other yeah. big stores that's better yeah. than the stuff in their official store. And I'm like, what is going on here? It does not make sense. <laughs> like someone fix it. That's what I mean. Yeah. If Claire's okay. If Claire's has better yeah, merchandise right. like, than their work? store, that's yeah. A I definitely think no, I could see their merch problem. sales going like through the roof if they just, even if they just had like a group of I don't know maybe the five people that are on here, um, you know maybe if we just had people to like hey send us an email here's <laughs> here's what we're thinking what are your thoughts and if they get an right. overwhelming ugh from us then don't do it like then. 
go back to the drawing board. We'll let them in the group chat if they want. Yeah, I mean, we'll literally make they'll, have, so easy. they'll have to see the tea as well, but it might be good for them to see the tea. It's fine. Right. Yeah, we should right. just send them the link to the next episode when we're done. Yeah, it's fine. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, this was, this was, I feel like I just, uh, I wanted to be a part of Fangirls Night Out, so this was how I did it. So, jokes on you all. Ah. Strategy. So I was like, if I can't be a guest, I'll make them come to me. Ha. Huh? But uh, before we conclude, if you can all do me a super big favor, I feel like it wouldn't be a fangirls night out Aww. episode if it did not conclude with the toast that you always make <laughs> when you start your episode. So yeah, I watch. See, so if if you could Ooh, conclude the with toast the toast, time, we guys. will end yeah, our episode on that note. <laughs> are we doing? Are we doing the, the intro toast? We actually have yeah. two toasts. Well, so, we already did our moment which, of which silence. Which toast is your preference? <laughs> we did have our moment of silence. <laughs> um, okay, well, yeah, we'll do both. So when we start the show, we always kick it off with, you know, hold up your drinks or whatever you might have. Um, and we say, let's get on with the show. Turn the lights down low. You were there from the start. We know who you are, and this one goes out to everyone watching this live stream or listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> Yay! Yes, and, and then at the end, we always toast. So, um, what do we say? Um, <laughs> nothing's forever in this crazy nothing's world forever. except fangirling. <laughs> I love it. I love that about us. <laughs> Aww. Thank you. This is awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, ladies. This was amazing. Okay, good. Thank you. Bye, everyone. I will talk to you soon.